Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cold Feet Podcast. Join our journey as we interview people in this cold plunge and we delve on the adventure of holistic health, athletic development, barefoot education, washing the norm, and so much more. So dive in, grab a hot cocoa, and enjoy the episode. Before we start our podcast episode, we would like to give a brief shout out to our podcast sponsors. Most shoes harm your mobility by over-restricting your foot's natural movement. With the Ursus from Barefoot Athletics, a shoe designed with minimal restrictions, your feet can move the way nature intended, so you can move with more confidence and strength in every step. Barefoot Shoes was founded by Chris Duffin, who attributes proper foot biomechanics as foundational to his success in squatting and deadlifting over 1,000 for reps. He created Barefoot Shoes to provide a minimal shoe designed for strength athletes. Go to barefoot.shoes slash TBSR to check out the Ursus and you can save 10% with the code TBSR10 to purchase the strongest minimalist shoe available. As a gym owner, I usually lift barefoot. When I can't lift barefoot, I love lifting in my barefoot shoes for both the health benefits of lifting barefoot and the increased ground feel I have in all my lifts. You don't need supplements to build muscle, lose fat, and get healthy, but the right ones can help. That's why over 350,000 fitness folk have chosen Legion. Well, that and their 100% natural products, their clinically effective ingredients and doses, and their no-hassle money-back guarantee. I've been following Michael Matthews, the CEO of Legion Athletics Journey, since 2012, and I am super duper impressed with their supplements. They have a wide variety of everything from protein powders, pre-workouts, post-workouts, omega-3s, and bundles. And you can save a whooping 20% with the discount code HABER, H-A-B-E-R. So just log in to legionathletics.com, and the discount code is HABER for 20% off. Earthrunners are some of my favorite minimalist sandals. Earthrunners were created to rewild our lives in response to the typical modern domesticated lifestyle, which is causing numerous health, psychological, and social issues. Through rewilding and grounding, we aim to bring stronger, healthier, and more resilient individuals and communities back to our society. If you're not familiar with grounding, grounding is exposing your bare feet or body to the earth beneath you. And if you're unable to do that, you can ground with sandals like Earthrunners with their unique copper plug and copper laces. Grounding has a huge display of benefits such as reducing inflammation, improving sleep, and improving happiness. So you can check out Earthrunners at earthrunners.com and you can use our discount code of TBSR10 to get 10% off. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Cold Feet Podcast. Today I'm going to delve in how to balance your strength and gym sessions versus your movement and mobility and daily activity sessions. So first we want to understand that human beings evolved to not move, meaning it used to be that when we were hunter-gatherers or even a hundred years ago when electricity wasn't a thing and fridges and freezers weren't popular, movement was an essential part of our being. We were unable to survive without moving every day. But we live in an era where our fridge can be linked to our Whole Foods account and we can work from home on the couch and never have to move again. So this dilemma 
only became a thing due to the age of convenience we live in. So, brief history of gyms. Gyms started becoming popular in the 70s and mostly due to the Arnold era. And that started bringing a movement of where everyone kind of wanted to get swole and strong, which is amazing. And I'm grateful for that. And I'm thankful for that. And millions of people around the world are fit and healthy due to the mainstream gym. Sometime in the 90s and even in the 2000s, people started getting bored of what was considered bodybuilding training and wanted to move into what's called functional training. And CrossFit became extremely popular. Alternative things became popular like Ido Portal's movement and calisthenics-based programs and other great alternatives to the conventional gym. But, and here is the big but, and as a performance coach and as a strength and conditioning coach, I see the flaw in this but. You can't just move and not track your progress unless you don't care if you're getting stronger or progressing. And I'll explain what that means. If someone wants to get physically stronger so he can carry his kids better, reduce his pain, carry his groceries, be able to put something on the top shelf without asking someone for help, be able to carry your couch to the neighbor, you need to get stronger. The best ways to get stronger is progressively either lift weights or use your body weight as resistance, but not train for the endurance range like going from 20 to 30 push-ups, but rather progress from two arm push-ups to one arm push-ups. And you're teaching your body to handle more load. I feel that in the movement community, where it's all about the flow and movement, sometimes people forget that you actually have to progress, progressively overload your muscles in order to get stronger. So, how do we do this? One, be strength training at least twice a week, if not four times a week, where you are doing some sort of progressive tracking. Now, you don't have to obsess about it. You don't have to use an app. In fact, you don't even have to write numbers down. But have a general gist of if I benched 50 kilo on the bench press last time, then this time I'm going to attempt to lift 52 and a half kilo. If I did six push-ups last time, this time I'm going to attempt seven. If I was able to hold a ring parallel L-set for 20 seconds, the next time I can add a, add a set or add a second on the bar or Focus more on fuller range of motion and more external rotation. Without this progression, you're not giving your body the demand and stimulus it needs in order to successfully get stronger. With all this being said, I think that the people who will benefit most from progressive strength training over just random mobility and flow are people who are either athletes or people who have some sort of athletic-based goal. So, for example, if someone wants to become a better runner and they want to improve on their 5K time or their half marathon time, then strength training is a must. And if all they're doing all day is mobility and flowing and changing up their workouts constantly, then they may progress in the beginning, but it can be very difficult to track progression and ensure they're getting stronger. And subsequently, I think I just made that word, made up that word, reduce injury. If I'm stronger, my chance of getting injured is lower. So it's equally important to strength train progressively. Now, 
how do we balance it all? So if I'm an athlete or someone with an athletic-based goal, strength train two to four times a week, like I said before, and the rest of the time you can flow, you can mobilize, you can jump on a bar, you can play. These things are all important and we're an essential part of our evolution. You should never be sitting on the couch for eight hours at a time. You should be using a standing desk. You should be using different positions when you're on the computer or TV to ensure movement capacity, mobility, and actual recovery from your strength sessions, but it can't come at the cost of strength training. There's a concept I believe maybe developed by Beachbody, I'm not sure, which is called muscle confusion, which is constantly overload your muscles with different stimulus in the hope that this will actually make you better. This is false. This is incorrect science. And according to the research, you actually have to get your body used to the same movements over a few months of time and progressively overload them either with increased weight, increased reps, increased time under tension, decreased rest time or higher intensity. All these things will help you increase your neural capacity, recruit more neurons, get stronger, and break down muscle fibers in order to build them. So if you're a beginner and you go from sitting on the couch all day to starting to work out, and every day you do something different, then yes, you'll probably progress because you're going from zero to 100 very quickly. But after a couple months or even six months of lifting and the newbie gains are over, then you'll find that you're plateauing because you're not tracking progress. I think I made my point. I'll summarize it here to make it simple for you. What my personal training regimen is at the moment, I don't have any competitive sports up at the moment. If I did, say, I would be playing tackle football because that would be my emphasis. My four times a week training regimen would be to football, which means tackle football, which means it would be a high volume high-strength, explosive, heavyweight program because I need to get better at football. And just crawling like a lizard or a gecko or getting good at handstands won't make me a better football player if I have to push someone who weighs 120 kilo. So that would be a great example where strength training is essential. If you're someone who has no tangible goal and just wants to feel good and healthy, then moving every day is a good start. But I still would recommend strength training two to three times a week because You do want your bones, ligaments, tendons to get stronger, especially as you age. So the way I do it now is as follows without any specific sporting goal in mind. I move every single day. There is no day where I don't wake up and I'll do some sort of sunshine walk, a mobility flow, some light exercises, sauna session, ice bath session. Even when I watch a movie or a TV, I'm always moving and mobilizing and stretching because I enjoy it very much and I don't believe in sitting. I think that we should all be ground sitting or standing or doing other positions. I train in the gym four times a week. I do two to three main compound movements, for example, let's say the barbell squat and pull up. And then I follow that with whatever I feel like doing that day. It could be sissy squats, dragon squats, some more pull-up work, some handstands, some carries, some core work, some play, some fun, some balance work. But even in the accessory movements, I still ensure that I'm progressing. So the first two bad main movements, like the squat and pull-up, I guarantee progress. I'm always going up in sets or reps or weight. And the rest of the movements, sometimes they go up, sometimes I don't, sometimes I enjoy the moment. But I do have tangible strength exercises that I'm always um, progressing it. Now, the flaw with this is that 
because of the gym culture that came around, what happened is, is we evolved into a society where we drive to the gym to step on the treadmill, to do a circuit on the machines, to drive back home, to sit in our couch for eight hours. That's not how humans evolved to be. Humans evolved to constantly move and flow. So summary, move, real summary this time. Movement and mobility is essential. It should be done all day, every day. Strength training is also essential and it should be done between two to four times a week and in short progression. That's all for today's mini episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Now, if you have any questions, you're always welcome to reach out to us. You can reach us on our Instagram at Sean Fit for Life, on our Facebook at Sean Fit for Life. You can even email us at SeanFitForLife at gmail.com. And that's all for today. Move more, gym more, sit less. Peace out. Hey, I'm Sean and I'm the Barefoot Athlete. And I want to welcome you on this six-week Barefoot Transition course. Two and a half years ago, we started developing this course and we wanted it to be 12 months long. Why 12 months? Because we felt that if you just spent dozens of years in cushioned shoes, you can't transition that quickly. Realizing that 12 months is not sustainable, we shortened it to six weeks. And in these six weeks, you're going to dive into foot, knee, ankle, hip, shoulder mobility. You're going to dive into calf, ankle, knee, hip strengthening. You're going to learn how to take care of your feet, how to release them with tons of soft tissue work. After the first phase is over, after the three weeks are done, your pain is gone, your knees, your hips, your feet are feeling great, ready to rumble, move on to the advanced stage. We learn how to land, we learn how to jump, we learn how to produce force and absorb force. Every single week is action-packed with play, fun, challenges to challenge yourself, your friends, your loved ones, and your community. Tons of strengthening, tons of footwork, and we can guarantee you that in six weeks' time, you will be much, much closer to being able to fully love life and live life in minimalist footwear. And the best part of it all, you're not limited to six weeks. So if you want to go back and repeat a phase, you're more than welcome to. So let's go, come along, and enjoy the course.